0: like yeah, uh, no action news. And now your host, Mike Luxford. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally gonna use that too. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hello, friends, and welcome to At The Diner, the flagship podcast for the GGR Pirate Radio Network. My name is Mike Lunsford. I am your host. I am also the editor-in-chief of our website. It is greatgeekrefuge.com. Tons of great articles, tons of great other podcasts out there. In fact, my co-host for At The Diner is one of those great contributors who has an awesome podcast on the website. It's actually the number one content on our website right now. You know him. You love him. His name is MC Brooks.
1: We're outside this summer.
2: Finally. Hell yeah, we are. You're goddamn right. I'm gonna get some of those like John Stockton like 1980s NBA basketball shorts that only go to like the <laughs> mid thigh. I'm gonna wear those shits everywhere. <laughs> it's gonna be dope. <laughs> My legs need some sun. Uh, we've also got <laughs> we've got a man of tenure, a man of class, a man of knowledge, a, a fountain of knowledge when it comes to the geeky nerdy things um he's also an incredibly talented visual artist as well his name is James Rambo hey hey everybody so guys we're talking about the things that we are excited about in the geeky nerdy world um we as always we tend to dovetail a little bit and talk about like the the, the other things the things that connect all of these pieces together and the things that are going on behind the scenes as well uh just last episode we were talking about the uh, the CW Arrowverse. We were talking about Lois and Superman, Superman and Lois. We were talking about uh, Warner Brothers and how they just continue to drop the bag, just never seem to be able to get a grab, a good grab on it. Um, I want to talk about some other projects that you guys are excited about, and I wanted to kick one off. Um, they teased it at the end of uh, season two of The Mandalorian. We're getting a season three of The Mandalorian, but not only that, we're getting a Boba Fett series, uh, The Book of Fett, and I want to just real quick – I'll touch on, on my feelings and then we'll move on to the next one. But like the reason why I'm so excited about this is because I always blew off Boba Fett. I was like, he's fucking clown shoes, man. Fuck that guy and everything he stands for <laughs> because he was the symbol of everything, in my opinion, that was wrong with Star Wars because it was a it was a character who looked cool. Did like three things, died, but then everybody loved him. Everybody was like, oh, he's the greatest character. He's so mysterious. He's so wonderful. He's so fantastic. Oh, he didn't die in that Sarlacc pit. And I'm like, he did die and he got owned because he wasn't paying attention. And Han Solo, who was blind, accidentally hit his jetpack and then he fell to his death like a bitch. They managed to make this character interesting as shit in The Mandalorian because he wasn't just a, he wasn't just a douche. Because that's what he was in the, in Return of the Jedi and Empire Strikes Back. He was just a bounty hunter. And he was just like, all right, well, he's got something against Han Solo. Got to finish him off. And now he's trying to take out Luke Skywalker. But, like, we now found out that there was depth to this character. And honestly, it, it made him so much more interesting. Um, you actually rooted for him, or at least I rooted for him. I know a lot of you nerds already loved him anyways. I was not one of them. But now I'm all in, dude. I thought he was just fantastic. The... Um, and I never get his name pronunciation correctly. Tamura, is that right? Tamura Morrison. Yeah, I think so. Okay, he just just absolutely killed it. He was so good in The Mandalorian, and the fact that he's going to get his own series, and uh, we're also going to get Ming-Na Wen in that as well, and she is playing uh, Fennec Shand. Oh, dude, like just outstanding. Like she was so fun, and like I mean, let let's all be honest here, gentlemen. Uh, easy on the eyes as well. Um, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> the two, the two of them, like just just being badass bounty hunters, like that's dope. I'm excited about this. Um, more Star Wars, in my opinion, is always a good thing, and I've noticed something that all of the awful Star Wars fans, because there are a lot of them, um, they can't ruin this for me. They haven't been able to ruin it for me, and that's been really, really, really enjoyable. Is like. No amount of racist, sexist pieces of shit who claim to love Star Wars have been able to say anything that have been like, man, you know what, I just don't even care anymore. I'm like, nope, you can't ruin this for me. I love it, and I'm gonna go buy a new lightsaber. Like it's
0: yeah, I'm so in on this. Oh man. Yeah. I'm I'm fucking in. Yeah. yeah. If the if the similar if there's gonna be a similar creative team behind Book of Fett as there was as there has been for Mandalorian, yeah, you have my interest.
2: Yes, exactly. And my monies. Um, if they ever were like, hmm, how do we squeeze more money out of Mike Lunsford? It would be announcing a Luke Skywalker series. And I would just like I wouldn't even like they wouldn't even have to finish it. They would be like, so we want to announce that the next series on Disney Plus is going to be a Luke Sky before they're even finished saying it like <laughs> money just coming out of my wallet. And they're like, you, you're already subscribed to Disney Plus. I'm like, I don't care. Just take more. Yeah, yeah. Take it off. VIP. Yeah, exactly. Right. What do I got to do to get these episodes early? Like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. That would be. And, really and we've discussed this before. They already have an actor in house from another franchise, and it was currently not doing anything. <laughs>
2: and Mark Hamill is signed off on him. Mark Hamill's like, "Fuck yeah, you're my kid now. Cool." And I'm just like, "Oh shit," he said it was cool. Okay, we're good. <laughs> literally right there. <laughs> it's gonna. That, Not
1: doing Avengers five for a number of years, and I'm pretty sure Bucky can take some time off to, uh, you know, venture to another universe.
2: and and, and, yeah, right? Like, let's just do this. Let's do it now. Let's let's just. Oh God, (laughs) I'm already congested as it is, but now I'm like out (laughs) of because I'm I'm so excited. Um, yeah. So kicking it off there. That that's one I'm really excited about. Uh, Mr. Brooks, give me one that you are excited about, and then Mr. Rambo, you tell me one that you are excited about as well.
1: I mean, do I have to say it? <laughs> I'll say it. Really?
2: You guys are gonna make that uh, It's
1: actually, it's actually funny because you mentioning Star Wars and like, what's the thing you both say uh, about about Star Wars and specifically about the fans? Oh yeah, and nobody
0: nope, hates Star Wars like Star Wars fans.
1: Yes, okay. and the the very the exact same thing can apply to the Sonic community because. Nobody hates anything new that is that anything new from Sega like Sonic fans. Because what should have been super exciting uh with the, the Sonic Central event they had on Thursday, pretty much the last couple of days have just felt like everyone being like, Oh boo, who asked for this? This sucks. This is trash, uh-huh. blah blah blah. I'm like we have been waiting for over a year and a half for news and they give us news, and now you're like, fuck it, it's not the news I want it. Like Okay, well, you go be upset over there and I'm going to be excited at the various things that I know are coming down the pipeline that are there to be excited about. Like, could they have been more transparent about some stuff? Sure. But, you know, uh, Summer Video Game Fest is in like two weeks and E3 is in three weeks and Sega is going to be at both. <laughs> and I'm assuming we're we're going to we're we're going to get uh, some trailers and some reveals for stuff um, that they're that they're working on. Not even just with Sonic, but just for some of their other big properties like Yakuza and Persona, which made Sega the number one video game retailer of 2020. Which, uh, which is kind of an amazing thing, you know, which is kind of an amazing thing to, to say out loud because like the year before they were like, well, outside the top 10, if I remember correctly. Uh, but yeah, we, uh, they finally gave us some, some news for, you know, everyone's favorite blue boy who has a 30th anniversary turning the big three Oh this year. Um, and yeah, they, they, they announced some, some pretty exciting stuff. Like, a lot of the stuff with him cameo- cameoing in other games is like I don't care about that. Although it is weird that they're they're doing a video game about like the tw- the Tokyo Olympics, and instead of just adding Sonic as a character in there, they have a character who's very much in a Sonic suit that's in the game, and that's <laughs> how part of it. What? It's like if you look it up, it's a it's 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 a man in a Sonic suit in the sonic mascot outfit that's part of the game not the character himself that is <laughs>
0: such a weird choice i was I, like right.
1: I, I don't i don't understand all right <laughs> cool. i i legit i legit don't i like I, I don't understand but hey that was my least favorite part of like the stuff that they that they announced like They're doing Sonic Sonic Colors Ultimate, which Sonic Colors, very divisive game because it was the it was the the, one of the first games that kind of broke away from canon and kind of, you know, like it. The story is dumb, but it's a fun game to play. But the story is very dumb. But you know what? I treat it like I, I, I treat I treat colors the same way I treat action movies. Like if it's dumb, but fun, cool. I'm all in. And this game is dumb, but it's fun. So I'm excited for this, for, for this reboot or excuse me, this uh, remaster that's coming. Like they have completely uh, upgraded the specs and like it, it visually just looks very beautiful. Like it just, it's very nice to look at. And apparently they're going to mess with some of the controls, which, Hey, if you can make it play smoother, cool. We don't need 06 part two, like, this can be its own thing. So that's exciting. They're doing an animation that's set in the same world as Colors. Um, that's going to be coming out this summer, which it looks it looks really nice. The animation is really cool. Um, there they have a ton of like merch that's that's coming out, which you know, no one cares about merch, but some <laughs> of some of the stuff is cool, you know. They have an in, encyclopedia in, in as they're calling it, which is <laughs> supposed to detail like the last 30 years, like literally everything that has happened in the franchise in the last 30 years, you know, the stuff that's canon, stuff that's not so on and so forth. That's exciting. Some some cool jewelry is going to be coming. We got some news for the Sonic Prime series, which is going to see Sonic going around the multiverse, which sounds kind of interesting and they specifically use the words self discovery and redemption which I'm kind of like, huh? What, are, what kind of story are we going to be telling here? Mm. But I but I'm, in, I'm I'm intrigued. Oh, we have Sonic Origins which we're all we're all of the age that grew up with the Sega Genesis and the NES and all of that and they're going to be releasing all of those old games Sonic 1 2 3 Sonic Sonic and Knuckles and Sonic CD On next gen consoles, and that's going to be coming. And the reason that's particularly significant is because for years Sega has been unable to release has been has been unable to do anything with Sonic Three and Knuckles because of rights issues because Michael Jackson, you know, worked on that game. And some of the music in that game is, you know, very similar to stuff that ended up on uh, some of his uh, projects from the, from the early nineties. And uh, because of that, the Jack, the Jackson estate and Sega have never been able to come up with an agreement that would allow Sega to be able to do anything with the game. It's the reason that that game hasn't hasn't really been available um, for anything. It's why it hasn't been on mobile yeah and so apparently sometime i want to say in the last two years something changed as far as like who was running the jackson estate and they were able to read to, to get back into negotiations and now they're able to you know promote sonic 3 again promote sonic 3 and knuckles again so that's significant and exciting um for 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 um you know, people who really enjoy those old games. I will. I mean, I'm gonna buy it. You know, I like. I'm. The, I love nostalgia like that. <laughs> so, that's gonna be exciting. And then finally, finally, <laughs> finally, the big thing, the the mainline game. This is this is the bread and butter. Oh, I actually did forget one other thing. They're gonna be doing like uh like an or- a concert on his act on Sonic's actual birthday, featuring a live orchestra, like playing all of the theme songs that we remember from childhood from all those old games and whatnot. So that's pretty fun. But like the big thing was the big, the mainline game. They showed us like a 15 second clip that didn't really tell us much of anything, but you guys know how the internet is, you know, what, you know, what do we call ourselves? GGR pirate radio, right? (laughs) So the internet did what it does most and they went mining for information and we have just discovered so much information about what this upcoming game is going to be we've seen we've gotten information from people who tested the game out as as far back as um, summer of 2020 um, and like it's exciting because it's going the, the next game is apparently going to be open world it's going to be an open world game. Uh, kind of in the same vein as like a Zelda Breath of the Wild. And there's going to be uh, little puzzles and little and um, levels and whatnot that you can kind of go to. But you're going to be free to kind of roam around and and you know kind of play the game how you see fit. Which I'm I'm very I'm very intrigued by the idea of an open and excuse me, an open world uh, Sonic game. Yeah. Uh, you know, just because that was, you know, my, my favorite era was the adventure era. And one of the best things that was part of those games where you were able to kind of run around like you didn't just have to do the story. You could run around. You could interact with the locals. You could do uh, mini games. You could really explore or as, as much as you could explore for a game that was made in 1997. Um, but, yeah, like I, I, I think all of that is super, super, super interesting. And I, I think Sega is kind of going down the same route as what we said, what I said about DC earlier. Like DC just needs to make a good movie, like at a bare minimum, just make something good, and then you can go from there. And judging from what's been, what has been revealed about this mainline game, it just sounds like they just want to make a good Sonic game. Because right, as far as we know, there are no, no additional characters, no side characters. Uh, we're not even sure if Eggman is going to be part of it. It just sounds like there's 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 this big open world game, and they just want to make something that's super fun, uh, different from what they had been doing, and you know make something that can make fans happy. Although, as I've said earlier, nobody hates the franchise more than the fans right now, considering how much they shat on the entire presentation from uh, Thursday after not getting any news for a, well over a year. So. Yeah, I just hope they make something good. I'm ex- I'm I'm very very excited to see what they're what they're going to what they're going to do with this. And like as much as I've been a hater of Sega, you know, they they got me. They they got me excited. So, you know, this could this could very much be disappointing, you know. This 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 could be every bit the same as last December when you know, we we thought we were going to get some news and instead it was just wallpapers and avatars. Like this is exciting. And I'm, I'm happy to be in the camp of people who are excited about what's to come, because while the pandemic clearly affected a lot of video game developers in terms of how they're able to even do their jobs in the middle of a pandemic um, where, you know, just not, you know, you can't really be at least before, you know, the vaccine was out, like you couldn't really be in close spaces with, you know, various people. Uh, So I'm willing to give them, you know, benefit of the doubt, like hey, pandemic affected everybody, you bumped it, you know, obviously affected your schedule of when you wanted to do certain things. And I'm willing to, you know, give you a chance to surprise me and do something cool. Just at the very least, just, just want something good, something fun. And I want a reason to not have to bury my head in the sand when they talk about the best franchises (laughs) that, that (laughs) that exist.
2: Yeah. Honestly, man, I just I love hearing the excitement in your voice. Like, yeah, I'm I'm just I'm so happy that like the thing that you love the most is actually gonna fulfill what you had hoped it yeah, would I, fulfill. I so. just
1: yeah, I'm 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 hopeful. Like, you know, I'm just like I I have no reason to be, and like for 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 all intents and purposes, this is the opposite of what I said earlier. Like, they haven't earned the benefit of the doubt here but maybe maybe it's just you know the the 5-year-old kid in me that got excited when i played sonic 2 for the first time and completely took over my older sister's Sega Genesis so i could play it more than she could maybe maybe it's it's that <laughs> that has me excited because we're finally getting something and again knowing some of the things that they're planning for the franchise going forward and, you know, the fact that Sega is not really trying to hide the fact that they're, they're, they are relying a lot on, uh, on, uh, on selling merch going forward yeah. <laughs> and, and, and doing things that's going to help them get money. Like at least they're, they're at least being honest about that, not trying to make it seem like it's, it's, it's anything else than we really, really want to make money. So I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm excited. And, you yeah. know, I'll let the people who want to hate on everything they can, they can be mad because n- nothing would I feel like there's virtually nothing that could have been announced outside of a remake uh, of some of the older games that would have made, made them happy.
2: James Rambo. Mike Lunsford. What you got for us, man. What, what are you excited about?
0: You know, let's stick with the uh with the video game line. Um I just recently, like in the last couple of weeks, uh finished the DLC for Horizon Zero Dawn. Um that game was so fucking engaging and entertaining and absolutely gorgeous to look at. Like it's it's a couple years old and it still looks as good as it as you'd expect anything to look. Um it is for anybody unfamiliar. It is a, is a post-apocalyptic prehistorical story. Um, with, you know, you, you, so, so technology exists, but you know, a lot of folks aren't, aren't familiar with how it works. Uh, some people shun it all together. Um, but you know, there's a lot of animals running around. There's a lot of machines running around that look and look and act like animals. Uh, and yeah, it's it's a really fun sci-fi story that's really engaging and um, does some has, has has a lot of very interesting things to say about uh, about sexism and misogyny and um, the roles of women in society. Uh, and you just play as a badass woman named Aloy who's just kicking like nine kinds of ass the entire time. Um, and supposedly this year they, they haven't given us a proper date yet but 2021 uh horizon forbidden west is being released oh yeah and we have both a a game trailer and a gameplay trailer and god damn does it look good
1: it is beautiful
0: i um, so pretty MC, have you played the first one
1: i've played part of the first one i i i haven't finished it i i need to go back and um Put some put some more time into it but what with, with I have played of it I really did enjoy it it, it is a very very good game and honestly watching um watching some of the state of play for forbidden West made me want to like play <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> go back in and and, and and go and finish the first one
0: dude yeah it is it is a game that is really well considered in terms of its it's setting and what it wants to do and the story kind of story it's telling. Um, and yeah, I, I was thoroughly like, it's one of those, th- you know, it's very easy to, to get excited about something like to, to, to hear about like a, like a sort of a cultural touchstone um, or milestone in terms of like, Oh, this movie is great. or This show is great. And you hear all these people hype it up. And it, it, you know, it, it's always sort of a dangerous proposition to get too excited about something like that because usually your hopes get you know get built up and you finally experience it and you're like, yeah, it was good. But you know, I don't know. I, I guess I expected more. I heard so much good about this. Uh, that, funny enough, I actually bought it just before it was offered for free um, on on uh, on PS Plus. I have
1: zero (laughs) regrets.
0: Zero (laughs) regrets. Uh, I would happily have paid full price for that fucking game. Uh, And in fact, um, when I heard that two friends of mine hadn't played it, that a couple hadn't played it, uh, and I know that they play on Steam, um, I was like, yeah, I got 50 bucks. Here you go. Fucking do it. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. i'm looking, I'm is, looking at this game right now like i
2: i don't know anything about it because oh, i'm the old yeah. man in the room who's like ah the last game i played was madden 95 <laughs> like um <laughs> the, this game looks gorgeous dude yeah it, like, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's like, so it looks, pretty and it's so much wait, fun is that a is is that a robot saber-toothed tiger that she's yes, fighting
0: yes sir what Yes, what? it is and the fucking <laughs> dude. There's yeah you basically so in terms of the proper animals that you'll run into you're, there's there's essentially horses, rams, uh, bulls, um, you get your your saber saber-toothed tiger, you get more of like a, 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 a standard like lion or tiger. Um, there are like ostriches and a couple of other kinds of birds. Um, and then you start getting, and, like, but then you start getting to like, you know, uh, the fucking Brachiosaur that walks around, that acts as the, um, you know, in the, in the Assassin's Creed games, they're, like, the eagle, the, the, uh, the eagle eye point of view thing, yeah. uh, that, like, open mm-hmm. up more of the map and stuff, and in this, it's, they call them Tallnecks, uh, and it's, they you, have you fun. find this thing, that's just lumbering around in this big circle and you climb it uh, and you, you hack it uh, and you use that to learn more about like where items are located and what the rest of the map looks like. Um, And yeah, it's, it's, there's this whole really involved backstory for like the story is super engaging uh, and had a really satisfying ending too. um, Which, you know, that is oftentimes a, a, Sort of the price of admission at times. You'll you'll play a game that you really enjoy, and you get to the end, and it just stops. And this had a really for me at least a really satisfying emotional payoff. Um, there's all this you know this uh, these questions of like, well, who is it? so so? It's it's she Aloy uh, um, is born into a tribal culture uh and part a big part of of the specific tribe that she's a part of uh is that they there are certain crimes that are if you're that are if if they're committed you're an outcast and not only are you not allowed to live with the tribe people within the tribe are not allowed to even speak to you Mm -hmm. like to do so is to break the law um and the game opens with her you know as an infant and she's given to this guy named ross who himself is an outcast and they're like, you need to raise this child. Um, and it comes time for her, you know, she, she, you know, the game flashes forward a couple years and she's like, uh, you know, 10 or 11 and she stumbles into a, um, uh, a ruin and it's, you know, this super high technology, uh, uh, uh this building that's, that's been buried underground. Um, and, I mean, like, over the course of the game, like, I, I, I could easily walk you through the entire fucking plot, uh, but over the course of the game, you know, you learn about, like, well, why was Ross an outcast? Why is she an outcast? Who is she? Why Why are people from not just her own... Uh, no, not just the other humans, but why, like why specifically her own culture, why are they, like, afraid of her and, you know, kind of off-put by her? Um, Aloy is able to embrace technology in a way that a lot of people don't. And that is how you're able to learn more than just the surface elements of the background of like, well, okay, so we have human beings and we have, and there are regular animals, but there are also these machines that walk around. Someone is clearly making these machines. What's going on? And you get to learn the full background of like, you know, spoilers, humanity dropped the fucking ball. Uh, Like people fucked up in a big way. Um, and without saying too much, is mostly a dude, and a woman had to come in and really clean up after him. Um, and yeah, it's, it's really, really engaging storytelling. Um, but honestly, one of the things that I'm most excited about is the scale of this new game. The first game, uh, the map is essentially Utah, Colorado, and Montana. Uh, and then the DLC for that is all of Yellowstone. Now, obviously these are like miniaturized versions of that and you don't get the entirety of each state, but that's, that's so fucking cool. I'm sorry, <laughs> like it's <that's laughs> awesome and like and like the so the, the DLC for it is called the Frozen Wilds and you know, you don't I, again, I won't say too much, but there we're in the future and and it's it's sometime in the future. Yeah. And with climate change, the, you know, all of Yellowstone is pretty much permanently uh snowing. Um and so so you know that, i mean that, that's a big fucking map right the new one uh, forbidden west is going to be from utah to the california coast and pretty much from the top of california to the bottom so we're talking like that's multiple deep. states worth of content um, we're talking completely new biomes to explore. Like the the, the, the gameplay trailer we got, um, was the the state of play trailer, um, is is all tropical, which is which is brand new to the game. Like you you've you definitely go between like desert and more more temperate climates, um, but like a straight up tropical environment is brand new. Um, they showcase new animals to deal with. Like there's what it's not just a mammoth. It's basically an oliphant from uh, lord of the rings like it's it's this gigantic fucking elephant with like four tusks and there's a um there's like a, a, a fucking like command center built on the back of the fucking thing uh, oh, shit there were these
2: toys when i was a kid that were like that the I
0: can't, like, like
2: dinosaurs they no they were like yeah they were like um dinosaurs and they had like technology built on top of them and i can't Dino-riders. remember what they were what were they called dino riders
0: fuck yes yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> things, so, yeah, so, okay. And, like, Sorry. one of the things you see in the trailer... No, no, you're good. One of the things you see in the trailer is uh, fucking raptors. Because that was the thing I kept expecting to happen in... In... Uh, um, uh, uh, Fuck. Uh, uh, Zero Dawn. Is... I was like, okay, where are, like, the proper dinosaurs? And you there are a handful of them in, in Forbidden West... Or in uh, Zero Dawn, but... In, in Forbidden West, no, like, there are fucking raptors that you can ride. Because um, that's the thing, as, as Aloy learns more about technology and, and finds more uh, more tech, she upgrades, she has this uh, uh, spear that she uses, um, and she f- learns the ability to hack certain animals to make them friendly to her and to fight other animals on her behalf. And some of them you can use as mounts. Uh, and, like ride them like horses and shit um and apparently in this new one you can get it, fucking goddamn dinosaurs riding around <laughs> um but like there's a whole thing about you know now not only you know you you could you could swim in the first game but it wasn't really like a big part of the game um and in this like there are huge underwater environments um where like she had you know she has a rebreather now so she can spend a lot of time underwater um which i'm both very excited about and also fucking unsettled, because the the machines in the first game are pretty fearsome at times, and particularly the water ones. Um, and the idea I'm like, I know we're getting sharks, I know we're gonna get like ichthyosaurs and shit. Um, so <laughs> I'm just like, oh man, got got a little bit of anxiety just thinking about like <laughs> the degree to which you have to deal with some of these animals. Um, huh. But yeah, it looks fucking gorgeous. The story is really engaging and really interesting. Um, it's really cool just to just be a fucking just badass broad running around. Like you're the, you're the like hands down the best hunter in all of the various tribes and like the known world. Um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's really, really fun. Uh, it, it, it scratches both my, my Witcher itch and my Shadow of the Colossus itch in terms of like the scale of some of the the machines you deal with. So uh yeah, this is this is going to be the game that makes me get a PS5 because wow. it just looks too fucking good. Yeah. Um yeah. and they and they've already talked about like the the fast travel in the game. There's like there's no load times. The solid state drive on the PS5 is just is so it is advanced to the point where you don't have to go back and like wait for things to set up. Um it's just it's instantaneous. So yeah, I'm I'm super fucking excited about that.
1: That's awesome. It could be, man.
0: Um, I want to tie
2: this in because you mentioned sci-fi. Another one that I'm excited about, and I got—I was late to the party, man. Um, Lost in Space on Netflix, season three is some point this year, but because of COVID, like it's been delayed and things like that. But like the first two seasons of that show are so fucking good.
0: Like I don't know if either of you has watched it yet. Have you guys watched it? I, I mean, have not. I- I watched a couple of episodes. I think I watched like the pilot and the next episode after that, and I liked it. But I was watching it with people, and they weren't really into it. So I just never got back around to it. Fuck those people. <laughs> um, no, it's 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 really.
2: I mean, like I get it. Like, I I learned at a very young age that sci-fi is not for everybody, and that's fine. You know, it's your thing. You know, whatever. Um, I just I enjoyed the shit out of it I, I I really 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 am looking forward to this new season like it's yeah it, I, I can't wait I, I cannot fucking wait and like it it does exactly what I want it to do it's both badass but it also tugs on the heartstrings because like it's all about family and it's just like they they really nail the family dynamic and they like make you like feel bad for some of the kids because you're just like man these parents like they're just you know like because I, I, when I first started watching it, that was—that's what I called it. I called them—I I called it "fuck them kids in space," um, <laughs> because it was basically just like, well, there's this really dangerous thing that we have to do, and the the proto matter that's used to charge the ion field—you know, like tech, sci-fi techno battle—we um, uh, got to reconfigure the the plasma conduits. Um, let's send Judy, the child, to go do that. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> It's, but, I mean, it fits with the TV show from, from back, in the, back in the 60s. But, like, still, it's just kind of like, the fuck are you guys doing, man? Like, send an adult to do this shit. But, like, there's, there's little twists that they do with it, too. Like, um, like Don from uh, the original series, who was, like, the pilot. Like, they make him, like, a completely different character, but he's so much fun. Like, he's just this cocky douche, but you love him. Like, and then the flip side, too, is Dr. Smith. What they did with Dr. Smith, man. Like she is, yeah, she. Because Doctor Smith this time, um, and I'm trying to remember the actress's name right now, um, Parker Posey. Parker Posey. I kept being like
0: Piper Perabo, like no, that's a different person.
2: Different. Yeah, Parker different, Posey. Different person, same alliteration. Um, yeah, like she, Parker Posey, is so goddamn good in this. It is outstanding. Like I just, I enjoyed every moment of this. You know those characters that like. There's been a meme going around where, like, um, John Walker, Captain America is on there. Um, uh, Tom Hiddleston is on there. Um, I'm trying to remember some of the other ones. It, basically, like, uh, Christopher Christopher Waltz is on there, where it's like, they're such good actors, you hate them. <laughs> That's the way Parker Posey is in this. She's so good, you fucking hate her. But, like, yeah, it, it's – I cannot wait for season three. I think it's going to be so good. Uh, MC, you got another
1: one? I – do I'm blanking on what on what it was because I I had a list. Uh okay. You can go to Rambo if he I'll has another back. one. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Rambo, what you got? Uh, so uh, in the last couple weeks, uh, maybe last week actually, um, they announced the they officially announced the Highlander remake. Um, Motherfucker, that's right. <laughs> and already you're I'm like. Alright, what's up? Let's let's hear about it. Um, starring Henry Cavill, oh. and directed by Chad Stahelski, the director of the John Wick movies. Oh, shit. I am so fucking amped for that. Like, you got one of the best working uh, action actors and one of the best working action directors to make... They're going to be remaking a franchise which was always better in concept than execution. Um, which isn't to say I don't enjoy the movies. I do. And I, I had a really soft spot for that show as well. But I mean, if we're being honest, it could use some work. Um, yeah, that is fucking cool, man. Like, I don't really have too much to say beyond I'm going to, you know, I'm down to see Henry Cavill once again pick up a sword and kick some ass. Um, but the, the, you know, I, I just rewatched John Wick last night and yeah, the, the degree of competency in the action sequences and the, you know, the degree to which the, uh, how engaging they are and and exciting they are that, but, you know, with, with sword play, I'm really, really curious to see what this is going to look like.
2: Yeah, I, I'm interested too like this should be this should be something man and like we were and the funny thing is is we were talking about it a few weeks before they made this announcement where like man that first movie is just balls to the wall awesome and then the second one and the third one and like the 15th one they're just all dog shit And, like, that first one, though, man, is just, like, it's so good. Like, I understand there's flaws in it and there's issues with it, but, like, I really hope they find a way to bring, um, fucking, uh, Clancy Brown back. Like, he, just, him as the Kurgan is, like, my favorite. I mean, I,
0: I, I hope for a cameo, but I, you know, it's funny. I'm not saying him as, like, the main villain, I'm just saying. Oh, just have him pop up. Yeah, fuck yeah, that'd be great. Um... Me and uh, me and a friend of the show Elvin Hernandez um, were talking about, you know, one. Let's assume that that they're gonna do the sort of the same basic story beats. Um, You're know, like, who do you get to play the Kurgan? Um, and you know, I, I there there have been a couple conversations with some with some friends of mine, um, and the first suggestion that I heard was Dave Batista. and I'm like. Well, you know, yeah, that 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 is. I, I feel like that's sort of an on-the-nose choice. Um, you want, and particularly,
2: you want, you want one that's really on the nose, but it'll be really fun too. What do you got? Uh, fucking Jason Momoa. Yeah, I mean, he's he's got he's got the charisma. Yeah, Just sure. Aqu- Aquaman versus Superman. Like, he, I don't even give a fuck. Just give him swords. Like,
0: so for- I, you know, we were we're you know, I was talking to talking to different people about it. And, um, I, I thought, well, why not, you know, Christopher Lambert in the first one is a, is a, you know, a relatively slight guy compared to the Kurgan. At least, you know, I, I honestly don't even know how tall Lambert actually is, but you look at, you look at, uh, uh, at, at Connor and you look at the Kurgan and you're like, those are, you know, there's a size difference. Um, even, you know, even it's just in personality and Cavill's is a big boy. Um, so instead, what if you went in, the, in a different direction and you got someone who's gonna play the Kurgan who isn't necessarily very physically imposing, but their personality can be a lot bigger and a lot scarier because that's, that's the thing about that character. It's not that he's this giant. I mean he you know Clancy Brown's not a bit, not a small guy, but that I don't think is what is, is, is really frightening about him. It's that he's a psychopath, like he's a monster uh, that's also an immortal. Um, yeah. So I was thinking, like, you know, well, like who do you get to to bring that level of like scene chewing and uh, uh, and when in, and when he's in the church and he's like Happy Halloween, ladies! <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, oh, goddamn. <laughs> so, so I thought an interesting choice in terms of like somebody who could who could kind of play against type would be Adrian Brody. Okay. And you could you could you know and you lean into the idea of like, I I, I actually would want him to get th- like thinner. Um and be strong, but like be like long live muscle. Um because the idea that someone who, who who like maybe kind of like looks sickly and a little creepier would be would be really interesting to to pair against Cavill's like big beefy uh, uh, you know, uh, McLeod. Um, you know who might be an
2: interesting one because he is like, he is having his moment in the sun right now is, uh, Giancarlo Esposito. I'm too old.
0: Giancarlo Esposito is like in his, he's like pushing 60. Yeah, because I guess they need to be young because they're immortal. Like, yeah, and like, I mean, and also just like the, I'm not saying the man can't do it. I'm sure the man can do whatever he wants. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think I I feel like he's he's got too much age on him. Um, uh, I mean, he could be your Connery. Yeah, I, I yeah, that was that was definitely uh uh kicked around as like who are you gonna get to, to play fucking uh Juan Miguel? um Villa Lobos Ramirez. Yeah. <laughs> but then, but so I, I mentioned Elvin. Elvin had a fucking great idea. Which is fucking Gwendolyn Christie. No and shit. You get, you get Brienne of Tarth to come in and play the Kurgan, and I am all about that. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> that could be cool as shit. Um, but yeah, I you know I have yet to see anything from from uh, Mr. Stahelski that I have not liked. Uh, the worst I could say about anything was. Uh, Atomic Blonde has an overcomplicated plot, but the fucking action sequences in that movie are dope. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm really excited
1: to see what this movie's gonna look like.
0: Mr. Brooks,
2: did you figure out Is the other one?
1: Yeah, I have a couple, but I, I'll be very, 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 very brief.
2: Yeah, we'll go uh, ahead with, and we'll, we'll kind of <laughs> rapid-fire
1: it. these last ones, and then we'll wrap up shop here. For yeah, the yeah, movie. yeah, set of a couple. Um, I mean, uh, Rambo kind of mentioned uh, one of them, Next season of The Witcher I'm supposed to get later this year. I'm very excited that's for right. that. Yes. Um, season three of You is coming out uh-huh. later this year. Yes. God damn it! Like, <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I have uh, I have those down. Fucking season four of Cobra Kai uh, is coming oh, later this year. and
2: they just did that fucking trailer too. Yeah, the trailer. Shit yeah, looks that, so dope. That's what
1: made me. Th- that's what made me think of it. So trailer. Like they're doing the things, they're doing all the things. Now I'm here for it. I'm very excited for for season four of um, of that. Can't I too. see they can't fight, <laughs> they can't walk, <laughs> he can't fight. I'm
2: like God damn it, Terry Silver. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, on the on the video game tip, I'm uh, I'm excited for uh the thing that's going to make me get a PS5, which is the next uh, episode of the Final Fantasy VII remake yeah um honestly they i mean they've been they've been really just hyping up this uh this new chapter that they're going to be putting out with uh yuffie and uh some other some other folks but s- specifically focusing on yuffie and i'm very excited for that i think between between that uh the next horizon zero dawn game and then uh this next god of war game um that's probably going to be what pushes me over the edge to go ahead and, and drop the five hundo on a <laughs> on the ps5 yeah man. you know assume, assume assuming you can even find one because these uh, these things apparently are on back order for months at this point are they really um easy? yeah yeah they, they are like nearly impossible to find because even at this point uh the the companies behind the consoles are like yeah we we didn't we didn't anticipate it being like this
0: it's yeah it, it's it's much like Kevin smith a victim of its own success uh one of the reps from sony was talking about and he's like this i mean it's it it's great for the company but it's bad for our customers yeah we are working on it uh this because because we want people to have these we want people to be able to, to actually play and use the console
1: thousand percent um I'm trying to think what else uh, did i have those those were like the the major 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 things i remember yeah um really wanting oh yeah well uh pokemon R- rcs an open world style pokemon game that's coming to switch that's going to be super fun and there's something else that I, um i think yeah well i'll just say that that's it because i can't remember what else i had uh i had coming oh i think it was just like the marvel stuff like the marvel shows we're getting later this year the hawkeye the miss marvel season three of titans is coming out too i think i'm looking forward to that even though the last season was not very good.
0: Um, I cannot get past the first couple episodes.
1: I, I don't blame you. It is
0: so grim, dark, edge lord. You know, fuck Batman.
1: Like fucking for real, man. Like, come on. It's just, it's not. It's just not very well written. That like, do you care if I spoil the end of the season one? No, nope. nah, man. Go ahead. Yeah. So. They don't even resolve the issue at the end of season one. For some reason, they decide they they went through some issue with with uh, somebody met someone from up top meddling. So like the actual finale for season one is actually episode one of season two. What the fuck? Yeah. So like because it, end, it ends on a it ends on a like a really really weird cliffhanger with um what's uh what's raven's father raven's father's name uh trigon yeah with with trigon basically like capturing everyone and and using raven to like bring himself into the real world and wanting to be a family and then all of that and then some like the 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 episode one of season two like resolves it but it's like kind of nonsense because you could tell it was kind of like a well, let's just let's just get through this so that we can actually get to season two, type of type of ordeal, and then you get and then you get season two, which the episode like the best episode of season two is the Superboy episode, but it's a problem because Superboy literally does nothing else the entire season. Like they introduce <laughs> him, they introduce him, and it's it's awesome. It's it's an it's an awesome episode. Honestly, Rambo, I would say you could probably watch it independently um because like nothing from it really affects anything else that happens in season 2 um so oh, I'm sorry they introduce him and then he falls he 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 ends up under the um he ends up uh being like brainwashed by like Mercy Graves him and Beast Boy end up being like brainwashed which leads to some uh like something really stupid that happens uh well I I you don't care if I spoil season two. I really don't. Yeah, I, honestly the chances know. of me
0: watching this show are so slim it's, it's because like, it's it's just it's it's all of the worst parts of the DCEU in a TV show. Like it was yeah. it was this great opportunity and particularly when I look at stuff like Doom Patrol that is so well made.
1: Yes, i love Doom Patrol. And I look at
0: Titans and I'm like, this is this this feels like a parody.
1: If, it's if, it's if embarrassing
0: serious i would think this is making fun of the dceu
1: yeah it's 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 so it's 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 just frustrating because all of season 2 robin's storyline is basically i'm nightwing but we can't reveal nightwing until the final episode so we're going to stretch out this story for like the for the entire eleven episodes or twelve episodes, however many it is, and then finally do the big reveal at the end. Meanwhile, Dick Grayson like he makes himself go to jail because he feels guilty about um, something I, I can't remember what exactly it was. Hawk and Dove, you can it's Hawk and Dove is basically you know hey we are toxic and codependent on each other. That's 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 literally their story. Oh, and uh Hawk doesn't completely trust Dove because she used to fuck Robin way back in the day. Oh, man. Um <laughs> Like it's 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 just Damien is uh or not Damien, um gosh, um Jason yeah, Jason is just Lord just just I wanna do I wanna do everything my own way even though I'm underage and can't do anything. Um, Beast Boy and Ravens, like you know, there's obvious tension, like romantic tension here, but we can't do it because there's a very significant age gap between the actors that would make it really problematic to depict to depict them showing romantic interest in each other.
0: Gross.
1: It's it's just which like like,
0: don't fucking write that then.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's it's just like you like it's like you see them hanging out and like you can tell that like if the if the actor who was raven was older then there's like a subplot that they would obviously go down but they like won't they they just won't go there even though it's it's clear that they are like kind of setting up for something like it to happen if they if, you know if the if the actor was older like and then like this entire thing with deathstroke was just it was dumb he wanted revenge because robin like they basically used um, his son, whose name escapes me. He's blind. I oh, uh, Jericho. 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 Yeah. So yeah, they basically use Jericho to get to Deathstroke, and it, Jericho ends up getting killed. Except he's not actually dead. He is just inside of Deathstroke. It's just. It's just what? And then and then he. And it's, then, a,
0: it's a whole thing about like his powers and how yeah,
1: his, his and... abilities and so he ends up being inside of his sister later on who they basically do like the whole Terra thing from the the teen titans cartoon they basically go into, it's, it's basically the Terra storyline except she changes her mind at the end and like doesn't want to be bad anymore and they and oh th- and this is the frustrating thing Rambo, what what's one of Death Note's uh Death Note's uh Deathstroke's uh, abilities? Right, he can regenerate, right? Um, or not I, regenerate, but like he's hard to kill, right? Yeah,
0: Deathstroke like he's 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 got, got like a crazy computer brain in terms of like it's not that he's he's not actually superhuman, but he can he can think so far ahead that it's like he can anticipate everybody's movements.
1: Yeah, that doesn't happen. He he gets he gets stabbed with his own swords. That's oh, bullshit. And, that, and that's like the and that's like within the first ten minutes of the finale. Like it's, awesome. Yeah, it's like uh, Nightwing shows up, uh, then Rose uh, Rose shows up. Uh, the fight scene was was pretty okay, but then you know somehow in the middle of like literally taking everybody out, he's just like oh, shit, I forgot about my daughter who's going to stab me with my own weapons. Ugh. And then, uh, fucking, uh, offer. I forgot to mention Donna, Don, Donna Troy, who could, could like, they, they do a whole romance thing with her and Aqualad, but Aqualad got killed by Deathstroke. Um, but she but he wasn't even the target. It was, it was, that was weird. And then she gets killed at the end because apparently, even though she is, you know, Themysciran, You know, a couple bolts of electricity, take her out. Just just a couple seconds. Just a couple seconds. Like, it wasn't even like she was holding on for like a while. It it was no different than like if you or I were to to touch like an open wire.
0: Just on some fucking Darling Evolving Boy shit. It's like, yeah,
1: it was was dumb. So they they killed Donna in like the dumbest way possible, only for her to be coming back in season three.
0: I, so now i'm curious because you 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 saying all this and you listed the season three is like yeah it's coming back that's cool
1: yeah like it's, a, <laughs> like it's a thing that i'm watching because like i'm i'm invested at this point like i just I've, i'm i just curious to see what what it like what they're going to be for, and i know that this five, show is going point, to basically. get yeah i know that this show is getting five seasons so it's not like next is going to be canceled after the next season like they're they're the, their plan for for titans was to get to season was to do five seasons and so that's the thing they're doing and you know this season they're introducing barbara gordon um uh jason todd's uh, red hood i mean they've been teasing that that's gonna show up despite that that was another thing that was really that was really dumb in season two which was despite the fact jason like does all this hero shit. They're just like, oh, we can't trust you because you tried to go after Doctor Light by yourself. Wait, isn't Jason in the show like fourteen? Yeah, he's like, he's dumb. He's super young.
0: And they're gonna, do, and they're still gonna do the Red Hood.
1: Yeah, no, they they're specifically teasing it for this season. Like it's going to happen.
0: <laughs> yeah, I am so glad we <laughs> talked about. They, this. they, I yeah, never they never need to watch this fucking show.
1: Yeah, they they spent like they spent the entire season, despite the fact Jason is like on good footing. He has a whole romance with uh, Deathstroke's daughter who then, you know, once he once he finds out um, and like the reveal of that is like really dumb because they try to play it off as like this. You know, we're both two kids who you know, grew up under really fucked up circumstances and, you know, no one ever trusts us. No one ever likes us. And so we kind of find some solace with each other. And it's like, OK, well, that's you know, that was kind of cool. It's kind of it was kind of the one of the not so terrible things about season two, but then they just kind of threw it down the shitter. And, and, and you could tell it was something that they did because they need Jason to get to a certain point where he's like, fuck the Titans so that when he comes back as red hood, that's why he does the stuff he does. And so like, it's just, <sighs> yeah, it's, everybody's, it's everybody's just a lot of,
2: because the script said so that's always,
1: yeah, it's, it's, it's super frustrating. like, I, I rewatched season two, want to say during the pandemic last year like early because i wanted to like make sure like i wasn't just tripping like that this season was you know you know you might be in the mood you know you catch something on the day you might not like it so i was curious if i was you know if i was just tripping about you know season two of titans and uh i was very not not so much the Superboy episode is really good i i very much enjoyed that episode but everything else was just it was i i could have really gone without it. Oh, fucking yeah. Bruce! The dude playing Bruce Wayne, like I, I don't even understand it. Yeah, Bruce Wayne oh. is there, but he's also like, like he's physically there, but he's also like, um, have you both played the uh, Arkham Knight?
0: Yeah.
1: So do you remember how, like, when you play that game, like the Joker is like in Batman's head, and you kind of just see him pop up randomly from time to time yeah that's kind of what bruce wayne's role is in season two like robin is like trying to deal with i guess whatever happens uh from uh growing up under under bruce and uh whatever dis- big disagreement that they had that he starts hallucinating and just seeing bruce in like these random places huh. all right oh well, that's a yeah good i <laughs> i'm good yeah yeah, you didn't, you didn't, I'm all you set. Just, you haven't missed. You haven't. You're legitimately not missing anything. If I had never started this show, I probably would not start it now. I'm, yeah. But I'm at this point. I'm like, well, oh, I just gotta see what the hell is gonna happen next because who the fuck knows?
0: I mean, I can I can appreciate that if it's if it's you know you know there's a defined ending and you've already come this yeah. far, like may as well finish it off.
1: Yeah, it was also weird how they handled the Doom Patrol because apparently the cam- the Doom Patrol cameo I want to say in like episode four of season one, and that's yeah. pro- that's that's one of the better episodes. But like nothing that happens there is referenced or even canon. Um, even the the showrunners even say like nothing that happened in that episode is like even canon to Doom Patrol or with or anything in their shared universe. And like it's the just- actor that
0: plays Cyborg is different too.
1: Yeah, it's just it's it's, it's confusing. It is it's confusing. It's just it's it's not very good. Nothing that they did was was handled really well. A lot of people very much dislike how Raven is uh has is handled and like I'm not familiar enough with her character to know to know but like people I know who like you know are big fans of Raven don't like her portrayal in the show because she's basically an emo teenager. Like she seems like someone who would who uh would would like shop at Hot Topic (laughs) back in the day. That's kind of the vibe I got from her from Teen Titans Go. So that's I can at least appreciate Teen Titans Go because that's meant to be a parody. Like exactly, it's not not meant to be serious.
2: It's an exaggeration. Like like, it's like it's it's like they watched. It's like they watch that, thinking, "Well, that's how these characters are, so let's make them like that." Like, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, I can under, I can, I can at least, I can, I, I can at least deal with that. But like, a lot of people just they don't like her portrayal in in this in this show. Also, Beast Boy's portrayal is weird because like he can only become a tiger. That's like the only animal he can turn into. He can't really turn into anything else. Ooh. That's like, that's just, that's just kind of, that's like, he's a one-trick pony at this point.
2: Yeah. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's I, like, scary. I like how this came full circle, though, where it's yeah. just like, man, fuck Warner Brothers. And then we're like,
1: no, let's talk about what we're excited for. It. And how do we end it? <laughs> <laughs> fuck By the way, fuck Warner Brothers again. <laughs> hey, at least we're getting Blackfire and Scarecrow and Barbara Gordon. There you go. There and
0: you like, that that Blackfire costume looks fucking dope. I yeah, it,
1: it, it looks good. Yeah, I, I can at least say the costuming on the show is nice. Like, I I give him credit for that. I I like the designs of uh, of the characters. Uh, some of the fight scenes have not been terrible, some of them, but it's just it's just it's just weird. Even like the the Starfire Robin thing is like super weird because like Starfire just like doesn't give a fuck about him as a person, and then in a random episode, just like decides to go to his hotel room. So they can get drunk and fuck. And it's like, where wow. did this even come from? <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> like I like I know that they're th- I know that they're a thing, but I'm just like, when did she become attracted to him? Because she kind of just gave him has been giving him shit for like multiple episodes. And not even in like the flirty giving him shit. Just kind of like a I can't trust you or your motives giving him shit.
0: Yeah, I'm just I very am A-OK. It's just
1: <laughs> very, 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 very confusing. Yeah, watch Doom Patrol. Don't, do, do, not, do not bother with, with uh, Titans.
0: No problem. On
2: that note, let's go ahead and wrap up shop for the week. <laughs> um, guys, and by guys, you too. like, you make this... The highlight of my week, and I appreciate that. I love talking to my friends and um, just talking about the nerdy shit that we all love so very much. So I appreciate both of you, especially with all the hard work that you guys put into the website. Um, I also want to thank all the people out there listening, too. All of you wonderful, fine folks, thank you very, very much for listening, for subscribing, to reading our articles, to being part of our community. Hey, you can be part of the community, too. It's on Facebook. It's the Great Geek Refuge Group. Just please do me a favor. When you ask to join the group, just make sure you answer the questions. It's no big deal, oh, but if you don't, do. <laughs> you don't answer the
1: questions, you don't answer the questions. We're not letting you
2: in. We've we seen so sure people
1: that just have been sitting there and they're just going to sit there because it's like, hey, answer the questions.
0: Yeah, it's not the, hard. The general policy is if you apply and you don't ask the questions, you get a week. Exactly. And if a week goes by, you get deleted. So. Just Sorry, like, and it's, just, and it's simple stuff. It's general like, Hey, here are the expectations we set for the group. And, and, and overall, don't be an asshole, uh, let us know, you know, yes or no questions. And for some reason folks, I mean, a big part of this is also like, it's a failing on Facebook's part, the fact that you can, you can't set it so that someone has to answer the questions before they can actually make the like, like, like send you the, uh, uh the request. That's a huge failing on Facebook's part. But because of that, like, yeah, we're not just going to let anybody into the group because we're trying to keep this as safe and comfortable for people as possible. So just, yeah. Come on. Come on, folks. Work with
2: us. Exactly. That's that's exactly what it is. We want to build a community, a community of like-minded folk who understand that you can talk about these geeky nerdy things without being a piece of shit. It was our original catchphrase. Don't be a juice bag. We stand by that. But more importantly, on that positive note, just like we talked about, we want to be positive. We want to talk about the things that we love. That's the new positive message that GGR has. That's our new catchphrase. And that catchphrase is, together, there are no heights we can't reach. You guys have a great week.
0: For listening to GGR Pirate Radio, make sure you check out our website, GreatGeekRefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts.
1: This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Frags. <laughs> yeah, boy.
2: one of those hash browns at the end you know like hash
1: brown team cobra kai or something and then send it to the internet